0: Psychosis, why they wanna hit me with the diagnosis? Why they wanna make sure my mind closes? Conspiracy, my ass, they want us to die fast expose this, Psychosis. If you wouldn't mind, blow this, get deep, get mind blowing, got mine going. Psycho shit. I hope this wakes you the fuck up, uh, welcome to the Human Condition Podcast. i your host, Max Manning where we will outline. The civil rights abuses this week the media doesn't want to talk about. It's the only limitation to liberation is the dissemination of ideas. Okay, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this. This is what they're doing while they create topics and raise big hubbubs in uh, traditional media. And that's why. That's why we have a complete, utter media saturation of Mar-a-Lago, of Trump, and that's got its own thing. Like, is it a violation of weaponizing the DOJ for persecution of political um, opposition? Now, I want to go over that, but I think, I think. People are missing the real, real big thing going on behind the scene. I want to talk about Supreme Court Case 21-499. Vega versus Teco. Taco. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Two one four nine nine. Now this is this is kind of, this is really important. This affects everybody civilly. This does I mean you could argue that persecution of political um, opposition is just as bad for the general public, but uh, this is the civil rights. this is This is a constitutional right that is being threatened under a precedent already set. Of literally 150 years This is is something That we always should have And it was reinstated And it was reaffirmed Several times Under different contexts and different precedents So um, we're talking about Your Constitutional right Of coercion by the state of not giving self-incrimination A coerced statement That's kind of important Because this is where they create A new understanding That um, self-voluntary statements Under police custody Does not have to violate If not given the understanding Of this this constitutional And uh, I'm gonna outline a few cases. I'm gonna give you the whole spiel of. uh, I'm probably not gonna touch on the press or previous cases beyond Miranda, but we're gonna talk about Miranda. We're gonna talk about Chavez, and uh, we're gonna talk about Dickerson. These three cases. And I listened to the Supreme Court oral arguments. I mean, prosecution's got uh, the way he puts it. He he convolutes it, there's like one area that he has a viable statement in, and he even uses a court case that was turned down, so, I mean, it wasn't even agreed upon, but it was used as evidence to support this new precedent of how Miranda rights should be authorized and used within the political system of a prophylactic, and, uh, Ah, that's, that's Chavez, but, you know, Dickerson's more important. They go a lot over Dickerson, and, you know, there's a few justices in there that do some good fucking work, but, uh, that's besides the point. We're, we're, we're going to go ahead and just kick it off with, uh, Miranda. We're going to give you a little, I'm going to give you a little bit of content. Maybe I should talk about the case in general. Okay, so, um, there is, uh, two, one. Three, or 499 nine, um, Senate, Senate case or not Senate case uh, Supreme Court case a nurse a nurse gave a self incriminating testimony without being read as Miranda writes and they're ascertaining you don't need to have a violation of uh this is, this is pretty funny. You have a violation of the law as a pro as a prophylactic without violation of the fifth constitutional right under self-incrimination. So he 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 didn't he gave his self crimination test. This is why you don't talk to the police at all. Don't talk to the fucking police. They're just gonna They're gonna feed every little bit of information and they're gonna manipulate you and they're gonna manipulate your testimony and they're gonna create a high-pressure situation that if you make one misstep, they're gonna fucking jump on that and completely abolish your testimony as being uncredible because of your inability to um, recall events under 100% clarity to a previous statement when you could just be misunderstood. And then they could just say that's a lie and then you're good. you Don't talk to the fucking bullies, man. You don't talk to them. They break your civil rights. They're not there for you. They're there to persecute you under every statute they can. Because that's the way they are. That's the way they are. C- police are corrupt as fuck. They're going to fucking manipulate everything they can to make it in their benefit. Uh, this is this is just what they do, cause they're an arm and branch that works within the state. But uh, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the context of what you probably have never um, took it into consideration, uh, and that's the Supreme Court. Um, Miranda under 1966 And this is funny because this happened In Arizona people Miranda versus Arizona Is what got proposed Our right of Disclosure To this to this right By the cops Reading us our Miranda rights Before interrogation Now this is important as well um, Because uh, Miranda Doesn't say they have to give it They don't have to say it upon arrest so you can take self-incriminating evidence before the fact and still arrest them but it's under interrogation you can't be coerced by the state to give self-incrimination testimony and this is why we have this is why we have protections against the state because the founding fathers knew that any branch of given power in a government can easily be set to oppress the people and offer false testimony, just like the British did all the time. They'll just arrest you and they'll put you in a situation of high pressure and and and, and coerce a false testimony like just like they've done it a million times. They took that little kid that was like 17 and they just fucking railed him for like 8 hours of fucking interrogation until he just broke down cuz that's that's just what they do. That's what they do and they'll always do it. And just, you ask, "Well, if you're not if you're just if you're innocent, why are you going to give a false testimony?" Um they they just, it's whatever. It's whatever. Okay, so in Miranda versus Arizona, nineteen sixty six, the Supreme Court ruled that detained criminal suspects prior to police questioning must be informed of their constitutional right to an attorney and against self incrimination. So this is before t- It's before investigation. This is before they question you. So they they can get voluntary. This this sets a the press, They can get voluntary. Um, statements That were not co- Coerced under questioning So if you're sitting in the blank of the police car You're taking your, uh Statement before You, um Go to questioning So if you're just in the car And they're talking to you And they try to fucking act Like they're your fucking friend And make you give this false testimony They can use that against you They can use that against you This is, this is Miranda so far So, uh Informed of their constitutional right To an attorney against self-incrimination The case begins with 1963 Arrest of Phoenix resident Estero Miranda So, Miranda (laughs) Ernesto Miranda Who was charged with rape, kidnapping, and robbery Miranda was not informed of his rights Prior to police interrogation During the two-hour interrogation Miranda allegedly confessed to committing the crimes which the police apparently recorded. Miranda, who had not finished ninth grade and had a history of mental instability, had no counsel present at trial. The prosecution's case consisted solely of his confession. Miranda was convicted of both rape and kidnapping and sentenced to 20 to 30 years in prison. He appealed to the Arizona Supreme Court, claiming the police had unconstitutionally obtained his confession. The court disagreed, however, and upheld the conviction. Miranda appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, which reviewed the case in 1966. The Supreme Court, in a 5-4 decision written by Chief Justice Earl Warren, ruled that the prosecution could not introduce Miranda's confession as evidence in a criminal trial because the police had failed to first inform Miranda of his right to an attorney and against self-incrimination. This is, this is why we have the Miranda rights. You're supposed to be informed of your um, constitutional right under the Fifth Amendment of self-incrimination. This, this is the point this is the point. It's not on the state. It's not on you to give evidence to the state against you for the state to uh, persecute you. It's on the burden of proof of the state. This is why we have that famous quote from one of our founding fathers. I'm pretty sure it's uh, it's uh, Benjamin Franklin. Well, I'd rather have one. I would rather have a hundred. Guilty men walk from state persecution than have one innocent man go to jail. This is this is what we should have. This is why we're free. The burden of the state—you don't want innocent people going to jail, even if other people can't be proven to be guilty. Even if you think he's guilty, even if you have uh, compulsory or not compulsory as it is, but uh. uh Circumstantial evidence that suggests if you can't prove it, they shouldn't be going to jail. Okay, like you can't you can't just throw anybody in jail from a fucking totalitarian regime. That's that's where we're gonna head at this point. This is just another violation of your civil rights. And this is what they're not talking about. This is why you're stuck on Twitter hearing goddamn Trump, 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 Trump. But Trump's just as bad as fucking Biden Realized they're all the same violations The the shit Trump was saying About like three weeks ago During his fucking goddamn speech I swear to God It was one of the most fucked up things I have ever heard Like he literally wants to stop State sovereignty of autonomy Through federal occupation on a state Like (laughs) the shit he was saying was goddamn ridiculous, and, uh, I, so, I, I, I hate Trump, I hate Biden, realize I hate Biden much more than Trump, but I think after hearing what Trump had to say, I can't vote for him again, um, so, uh, the Supreme Court in Five Four decision, written by Chief Oh, yeah, fell from criminal duty of. So here we go. The Miranda's confession is evidence in a criminal trial because the police had failed to first inform Miranda of his right to an attorney and against self-incrimination. The police duty to give these warnings is compelled by the Constitution's Fifth Amendment, which gives a criminal suspect the right to. Reu- refused to be a witness against himself in the Sixth Amendment, which guarantees criminal defendants the right to an attorney. He, he just didn't know his rights, people. This is why you need to know your constitutional rights. This is why you need to know your constitutional rights. The court maintained that the defendant's right against self-incrimination has long been a part of... A- Anglo-American law as a means to equalize the vulnerability inherent in being detained. Such a position unchecked can often lead to government abuse. (laughs) That's just a fact. For example, the court cited the continued high incidence of police violence designed to compel confessions from a suspect. This and other forms of intimidation maintained the court Deprive criminal suspects of their basic liberties. And this is the point. This is such a prophylactic. This this is a prophylactic that's supposed to protect the the uh uh the, the your const your constitutional fifth and sixth amendment. They uh they you should know this. You even if you don't know this, you should be told this because it's unfair. That you have to abide by state authority, and we all know why we got here. We had a fucking revolution. This is this is what we need again. We need another revolution. But whatever. So uh, this is the revolution that created our rights. Why are we throwing these out right now? And uh, he met uh, under under the uh, beginning. Prosecution's case He offers that A violation to the law of Miranda Is not a violation To the um, It's a Prophylactic law And violation of that law Does not actually violate Your constitutional Amendment And that, that's his Argument Against Miranda Ruling that's been held up several times. Now Chavez didn't even pass, and he tries to use that as a plurality for the uh, the passing of certain information and documents and uh, confessions of evidence that were compulsory to be in to be admissible within the court. He uses Chavez as a plurality where he argues the same thing uh, that I just talked about: the violation of the law of Miranda, does not violate constitutional rights, but if you don't know, this is why they put this in, and and, and think about it, like, what is, what is the only reason you know about the fifth and sixth amendment, it's the popular, Representation in pop culture It's the It's literally the main reason People even understand Their Constitutional right of self-incrimination Constitutional right of attorney You see this shit all the time On TV Like oh they read the Miranda rights You have the rights remain silent Anything you say again You know that whole spiel The only reason you know that Is because it's fucking popularized In pop culture And th- and thank God there's a justice on there that pointed this out because she did an all right job. I mean, most of them just rolled over and fucking just gave some half ass fucking argument against it. That like even the even the justice Trump put on there barely said anything. There was hardly any pushback to his case. Like I should pull up the Supreme Court justice right now who did that. I'm going to actually state that later um, as soon as I remember what her name is. But she did a good job. Thank God there's somebody on there that will actually protect our civil rights. And this is even the argument she gave. And I was like, thank God, because that's what it is. That's the reason you understand your constitutional right to self-incrimination. Because this this these passes for Miranda okay but I'm gonna get on I'm gonna get on with it so uh deprive other okay yeah so uh, maintained in court deprive criminal suspects of their basic liberties and can lead to a false confession. The defendant's right to an attorney is equally fundamental right because the presence of an attorney interrogations, according to Chief Justice Warren, enables the defendant under otherwise compelling circumstances to tell his story without fear, effectively and in a way that eliminates the evils in the intake. Interrogation process Without these two fundamental rights Both of which the court ruled Dispel the compulsion Inherent In custodial Surroundings No statement obtained From the defendant can truly Be the product of his free choice That's hilarious That's, that's kind of important I didn't even know that part I just think it's pretty funny that they say no statement attained from the defendant can truly be the product of his free choice. So that eliminates, under precedent, I mean, maybe Dickerson does say a little bit different, so they interpret it a little bit different, uh, Dickerson versus uh, the United States. But uh, this right here says no statement that would be given under your crimination should even be allowed so no testimony at all because if you were in the right mindset you wouldn't self incriminate because that's, that's, that's natural you don't want to persecute yourself even if you are guilty so it doesn't matter they shouldn't even have any statements given under the testimony of the um, accusation of the individual so they shouldn't miss any statement, which I think is pretty important. I didn't even know that part, but uh, you know, it's why I'm reading these cases, huh? So yeah, that's 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 interesting. I f- firmly agree with it. So they 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 get to the whole point after that. Thus, to protect these rights in the face of widespread ignorance of the law, the court devised statements that the police are required to tell a defendant that's a prophylactic law and violation of this law should be violation of your constitutional right defendant who is being detained and interrogated these mandatory Miranda rights begin with the right to remain silent and continue with the statement that anything you said can and will be used against you in the court the in the court of law the police are further compelled to inform the suspect of his or right of attorney and allow for, if necessary, provide for any defendant attorney who's accompany him during interrogations. Because none of these rights was afforded to Ernesto Miranda, and his confession was thus unconstitutional. amid his trial, his conviction was reversed. Miranda was later retired and convicted. Uh, convicted without the admission of his confession retried creating Miranda rights we take for granted today reconciled for interesting increasing police powers of the state with basic rights of individuals it's being threatened it's being threatened that's the Miranda law alright that's the that's the law that's supposed to protect your civil rights Y'all you know, fucking thank God somebody was doing something right back in the day when we had our fucking civil rights movements. But that's uh, gone now. There's no civil rights. They can, uh, they can detain you without question. They can steal all your information. They can monitor you 24-7 under a authorization of terrorism uh, for an executive order that states a state of emergency of 30 years ago. So you know, um 30 years later after the emergency well actually it's like 20, but whatever, doesn't matter. Fucking they keep sunsetting this fucking Patriot Act under every presidency. This is why every politician under each party is fucking disgusting. This is why we have the NSA that was dropped by the fucking the uh The whistleblower Snowden that had to run to a foreign government for safety. Because that's what they're doing. They're literally breaking your civil rights with this under an executive order written by Bush. And it's gonna it's just gonna keep getting worse and they're all the same. Every politician, every single fucking political party is corrupt as fuck. It's what they do This is why you need to fight back You need to understand what's happening Beyond the uh, veil of a narrative they put to you That manipulates the proposed popular culture topics Twitter's not free Facebook is funded by the government Poli- bots create topics to manipulate and create social division, so they create these false perceptions of duality and d- divisiveness to uh, retain the dichometric political system now you can, uh, there's an argument there's an argument for the, the divisiveness of politics being a necessity uh, because Centralism, But I'm no longer a centralist, I'm a fucking anarchist. So, I mean, there's an argument there. If you want to look up centralism, go for it. Look up the political policy, understand the political statements, understand the, uh, the political philosophy of multiple different organizations of how we should socially structure our system. There's arguments for all. And I ascertain the one that they most vilify, which is their abolition, is because they want to conserve their own power. So I'm an anarchist. That's why I am an anarchist. What they want is centralism. But um, uh, like there, there's an argument there. There's really an argument for. All right, and I'm back. So now, after finishing Miranda analysis, we're gonna move on to Dickerson. This is uh this is also important this is how he argues part of the method of uh, not throwing out testimony of voluntary testimony that was given not under coercion and that's why he believes and this is the statement of the prosecutor that uh, the Actual testimony should be admissible to the court. It's a brief. United States 530 U.S. 428-2000. Case summary of Dickinson versus United States. Petitioner prior to his criminal trial moved to suppress a statement he made because he was never given his Miranda warnings. The district court granted the motion the fourth circuit court of appeals reversed that motion the fourth circuit held that the statement was admissible based on a federal statute that was passed in order to overrule the miranda decision thus the federal statute superseded the miranda decision supreme court reversed The 4th Circuit held that Miranda is a constitutional decision and cannot be superseded by a federal statute. That's very important. Um, This is uh, part of the method that they used as a prophylactic, as uh, an argument against the prosecution, that a prophylactic law that instates the The uh, support of a amendment given under the Constitution should not be superseded. And if you destroy this Miranda rights under law of state and you make this a precedent, how can you uphold a state a state requirement? to uphold the Miranda rights while having a federal statute say an opposite under uh, federal law. Because this is where FBI were given a testimony and the federal government didn't like that they were going to lose the case. They didn't like that this person was going to walk. So the federal government tried to oversee your rights. Because it's the FBI, and they believe they can do whatever the f- they want. They can. They believe it. They believe it. Any branch of the government that exceeds from any three-lettered federal system believes they have any right to do whatever they want. And this is why we have the NSA mass monitoring civilian populations and U.S. citizens it's just it's just what they do the federal government thinks that they're above everybody and they can basically do whatever the hell they want but that's whatever whatever so the court reasoned that the Miranda decision is constitutional in nature because of many subsequent cases already set the precedent have applied to it to a state court matters also the court was reluctant to overrule it because the famous Miranda warnings have become such a part of our national culture that's what I was saying earlier you need the Miranda rights are the main method of dissemination of the information to your fifth and sixth and rights Without it there would be not a lot of cultural understanding around it. It was so it was so important and, and it set such an important precedent from uh, the civil rights movement that you can't you can't just throw it out you can't throw out Miranda state case brief statement of the facts the Supreme Court in Miranda versus Arizona. 384-US-436-1966 held that a person must be given certain warnings before his testament made during a custodial interrogation would be admissible as evidence against him. Two years later, in 1968, Congress passed 18-USC-3501, an attempt to legislatively overrule Miranda. Section 3501 stated that the admissibility of such statements turns only on whether they were voluntary, which was a standard prior to the Miranda decision. The Supreme Court and other courts throughout the nation, however, continued to use Miranda standard. In the present case, Petitioner Dickinson, Dickerson was indicated for a number of robbery-related federal crimes. Prior to trial, he moved to suppress a statement he made to the FBI. That's what I'm talking about. He argued to the district court that he was not given his Miranda warnings prior to making the statement. The district court agreed with Dickerson and granted his motion to suppress. So that's the point. That's the point, is if it's... You can miss voluntary evidence under Miranda. They've gotten rid of that now. They've already had a precedent, and they made another precedent where even if you're giving a statement during arrest and they're failed to address that, any statement prior of a voluntary statement prior to the knowledge of giving your Miranda rights is still admissible. It's no longer protected. Following the district court suppression of the statement, the government filed in an unlocutory appeal. The Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals reversed. The Fourth Circuit held that even though Dickerson was not given his Miranda warnings, the statement was voluntary and therefore admissible in the accordance of Section 3501. That's what I was just saying. The Supreme Court granted... Uh, Seratorii because of the importance of the issue see as they do they just changed the whole miranda law for dickerson just because it was under the whim of the state govern or the federal government bureaucrats the fucking fbi federal bureau of investigation just because they wanted it they can take away a precedent that was set to protect our civil rights this is the issue this is the issue, and it continues to get worse over time. They just keep eroding it slowly, even though it was supposed to be the main thing to protect us. Does Congress have the constitutional authority to supersede the court's Miranda rule? No, thank God they at least said that. Because under co- co- uh, coercion from the state... You're still protected in interrogations to self-incrimination. So, that's that's nice. That's At least they say that. Like, <laughs> they, if they got rid of fully the Miranda law, you would basically be ruining the complete... Pre- or, basically be ruining your whole amendment. Your whole amendment of... Um, fifth and Sixth Amendment for the Constitution. That's what they really are going for over time. Uh, we had a reverse... And a fight against authority in the '60s that achieved a lot for social rights, and uh, we we can't just let them take it away. We can't let them erode it over time, because that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. They already go. They already take away your uh, travel, your free travel of self uh, without impediment from the state. They're taken away now. If you live within 100 miles of the southern border, they now have the right to uh, reject uh, the constitutional right to property and privacy. They can just go into your fucking house and check for illegal goods because uh, you live 100 miles within um, illegal trade that happens uh, from... um, smuggling from the cartels, but, uh, you know, it's, you're letting them do this, you guys, we're letting them do this, I'm part of it, I mean, I'm trying to do my part, but I have no, I have no authority, look at me, I'm a fucking piece of shit, uh, <laughs> it is what it is, but I know what's going on, and that's good enough for me, I'm trying to pass on the information to everyone. Hope you enjoy it. Judgment for Circuit Court of Appeals decision is reversed. Rule of law of legal pr- uh, principle applied. The court's Miranda decision governs whether statement made during a custodial interrogation is admissible in both state and federal court. And it cannot be overruled by any act of Congress. Reasoning Miranda is a constitutional decision. It is a constitutional decision. Isn't it? And I don't understand if they have a law that's uh, a prophylactic to a constitutional amendment, they shouldn't be able to supersede it. But they do. They do. So, Miranda is a constitutional decision, and Congress may not supersede the court's decision. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, dec- um, decisions interpreting and applying the Constitution. The fact that Miranda is a constitutional decision is demonstrated in two primary ways. First, the rule in Miranda is, and its companion cases have been applied in state courts. And the court has done so since Miranda was decided. The court's authority over state courts is limited to enforcing the Constitution. Thus, it must be a constitutional decision. This is where you can't have two rules for a state and federal one when they're both superseding through the constitutional dictation. Second, the Miranda opinion itself shows that the court believed it was announcing a constitutional rule. The court did invite legislation action in Miranda, but noted that such action should be at least as protective of the suspect's Fifth Amendment rights as the Miranda rule. So they can't replace it without replacing it with something that's going to be equally or more effective than the Miranda As a Miranda rule. Section 3501 falls short of providing such protections to suspects who are being interrogated while in custody. The court declines to override Miranda based on stare decisis. And because Miranda is ingrained in our national culture. She tried to argue that. Thank God she tried to argue that, but they just no one else jumped in. It's literally. <sighs> It's literally ingrained in our culture. It's the only thing giving us a a recognition to our fifth and sixth uh, constitutional rights. The court is loath to overrule Miranda based on stare decisis. There is no special justification suggesting that the court avoid following the well-established precedent of Miranda. Indeed, the court recognized that Miranda has become so embedded in police practice that it has become part of the national culture. Although that Miranda rule can result in a guilty person going free, the rule is far easier for police to apply routinely and consistently compared to the vague voluntariness standard of Section 3501. That's what I'm saying. We, we, we should let a guilty person go free. Then one innocent person go to jail This is why there's an argument Against capital punishment There's a lot of There's a lot of Compulsory evidence Of death row inmates And Like Questionable at best Evidence from either polygraphs Or Uh you know, there's that famous case where someone went to jail for, um, and then got, got literally fucking put to death, and then they find out his DNA evidence, DNA evidence, uh, was uh, corrupted, and it was literally falsely acquired and obtained. The court's opinion is a judicial overreach. Now, the court can not only can disregard an act of Congress when it violates the Constitution, but can do so when an act violates a constitutional rule. Announced by the court, that is a frightening undemocratic power that does not exist. Scalia. Significance. Dickerson versus United States raised Miranda to the level of constitutional necessity rather than it being merely a prophylactic rule to enforce the Fifth Amendment. It is interesting that Chief Justice Rehnquist, a conservative voice on the court, wrote the opinion. The most common takeaway from the case of the court's statement That Miranda warnings are so routine in law enforcement That the warnings have become a part of American culture And if something's so ingrained within the operation Why is it such a big deal to retain the status quo And circumvent it because you feel your case is uh, reliant On compulsory testimony that's either voluntary involuntary i think i can't even believe we have involuntary in, statements at this point but it's, it's, it's whatever they're 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 getting it they're getting it they're getting us this is what they're doing and now we get back onto the original statement so we're looking at law Cornell.edu, vega versus tico uh where is it fe- feasible a syllabus head note it will will be released as is done in connection with the case at the time that the opinion is issued. The syllabus constitutes no part of the opinion of the court, but has been prepared by the reporter of decisions for the convenience of the reader. See United States v. Detroit, Timber v. L- and Lumber Company 2, blah, 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 blah 200 U.S. three two one three three seven Supreme Court of the United States syllabus. <sighs> Vega versus Tekka. See a Tory eye to the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. The case arose out of the interrogation respondent Terrence Teco, the petitioner, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Deputy Car- Carlos Vega. Deputy Vega questioned Teco at the medical center where Teco worked regarding the reported sexual assault of patient. Of a patient. Vega did not inform Teco of his rights under Miranda versus Arizona. 384-US-4236 Teco eventually provided a written statement apologizing inappropriately touching the patient's genitals (laughs) Teco was uh, persecuted for unlawful sexual penetration His written statement was admitted against him at trial After the jury returned a verdict of not guilty So he was found not guilty even after he put in a written testimony And they now he wants to sue the state. Teco sued Vega under 42 USC one nine eight three seeking damages for alleged violations of his constitutional rights. The Ninth Circuit held that the use of an unmandarized statement against a defendant in a criminal proceeding violates the Fifth Amendment and support. A 1983 uh, one, claim against the officer who retained the statement held a violation of Miranda rules does not provide a basis for 1983 uh, P. Page in part. A, subsection A, section 1983 provides a cause of action against any person acting under color of state law who subjects a person to the deprivation of any rights, privileges, or immunities secured by the Constitution and laws. Tico argued... Taco, Tico, Tico. I think it's Tico. Tico argued that the... uh, A violation of Miranda constitutes a violation of the Fifth Amendment right against compelled self-incrimination. That is wrong. Subsection one of subsection A in Miranda, the court concluded that the additional procedure protections were necessary to prevent the violation of the Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination when suspe- suspects who are in custody are interrogated by the police. Now, this is uh, this is it brings me into another point. Um, now, there's a different case with a murderer. Well, an alleged murderer. I don't even know if they finished the case yet, or if it's went from state to a uh, appeals court. Um, but uh, so he made a uh, testimony under uh, questioning as a uh, witness, and they're using that testimony against him. Um, they are alleging and ascertaining his his uh, uh, his his guilt to killing both of his parents. Uh, There's testimonies of the family saying he's done, he's very violent, blah, 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 blah. Either way, he was supposed to kill his parents. Um, They're using a testimony um, within a written statement. So they're ascertaining he was not charged with any crime, so we did not need to know his Miranda rights. This is going into a court of appeals. We'll see how it turns out, but how this turns out will be interesting as well. This could be another civil rights uh, advocation. or I mean, the guy probably should go to jail. Like, I mean, he murdered his both of his parents. Like, probably it's alleged, but uh, looks like from the case, it's pretty cut and dry. He murdered his mom and dad. Uh, I mean, I can't 100% say that I have to wait for the whole thing to play out before I have all the evidence. Um, From what I know, it looks like he murdered his parents. But the whole point is, this case will suggest how Miranda rights are going to be used within questioning, not under... Arresting, but questioning within a statement to a police as a victim. So, if you're not charged and you give uh, evidence to a crime or testimony to the cops and then they end up charging you afterwards, are they able to use that testimony against you as an admissible form of evidence? Uh, it's probably going to pass. Like, this is why you don't talk to cops at all. You just don't talk to them. You just do not talk to cops. Even if they want a statement, you say, I don't know what you're talking about, man. (laughs) That's just what you tell them, because they're going to do whatever they can, and they'll come at you and find some fucking way of blaming you for something. Who knows? You just don't talk to them. You don't talk to police. Okay. I was on subsection one. Um, right against self where suspects who are in custody are interrogated by the police. Miranda imposed a set of prophylactic rules requiring that the custodial interrogation by proceeded. Be preceded by now familiar warnings and disallowing the use of statements obtained in violation of these new rules by persecution under the case in chief 384 U.S.C. at 444479. Miranda did not hold that violation of the rules it established necessary constitute a Fifth Amendment violation. That makes sense as an unmanderized suspect in custody. That's what I was saying. This is where this this next uh, uh, court case is going to even define what that does. Now, they're allowing voluntary evidence under this point, so there's no reason why they won't let testimony of voluntary uh, voluntary written testimony to the police um, before charge and uh, questioning under a... uh, 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 an arrest is not, is, I mean, if they're going to do that, then there's no reason why it's not going to happen under voluntary means, voluntary means under, uh, victim testimony or witness testimony. So it's probably going to pass. And that guy's probably going to go to prison for murdering his, uh, parents. Um, so yeah, uh where's I at post uh this this section two. any compulsion you states the institute Okay. Makes sense as an unmandarized suspect in custody may make self incriminating statements without any hint of compulsion. This is where it becomes voluntary. The Miranda Court stated that the Constitution did not itself require adherence to any particular solution For the inherent compulsions of an interrogation process And that its decision in no way created A constitutional (laughs) straitjacket Those are in quotes Uh, ID at uh, 467 Since Miranda the court has repeatedly described Miranda rules as Prophylactic So if it's a prophylactic law It's not actually uh, If you violate that law (sighs) It doesn't actually violate your constitutional amendment. Just gives more power to the police. It's dangerous. It's dangerous, and it's going to get worse. After Miranda, the court engaged in the process of ch- uh, charting the dimensions of the new prophylactic rules and in doing so weighed the benefit and cost of any clarification of prophylactic rule scope. See Maryland versus Schatzer. 599, U.S. 98106. Some post-Miranda decisions found that the balance of interest justified restrictions. Balance of interests. Restrictions that would have not been possible if Miranda described the Fifth Amendment right as opposed to the set of rules designated to protect that right. For example, in Harrison v. New York 401-US-222-224-226, the court held that a statement obtained in violation of Miranda could be used to impeach the testimony of a defendant, even though an involuntary statement obtained a violation of the Fifth Amendment could not have been employed in this way just doing it over time and they're building a case. Uh I mean I'm already at I'm already at an hour at this point. Um you get the idea. You can read into it yourself. I gave you the backstory of the most important precedent cases that are using as an argument within this justification. And uh it's an argument Um, Is it a good one? I sure as hell do not think it's a good one at all. I think it's a complete violation, and this is what they're doing. They're just creating these small little precedents that build a case against the destruction of it in general. So, you know, protect your fucking civil rights, people. Protect your amendments. Protect your Constitution. Because that's the only thing that's stopping the state from breaking into your goddamn home. And it's happening within 100 miles of the border. So it's just a matter of time before the state does it to you as a uh, red flag law for the uh, seizure of guns because somebody else's testimony says you're dangerous. That's that's where it's going to come down to. I guarantee it. And we're going to have a revolution at some point. It's going to be a civil war based on um, a dichometric political system of uh, tribal identity when it should just be the people versus the government. But, uh, you know, they're going to manipulate us and they're going to put us into a state of uh, constant influx and instability so they can retain power through justification of a state of emergency and then they're going to enact that state of emergency and it's never going to go away that's what they do they have 30 year 40 50 year i think the oldest state of emergency is like 50 or 60 years old and we're still in that state of emergency now granted most state of emergencies aren't as bad as the war on terror and uh the justification of NSA uh, monitoring and the ability to be detained without question by the state. Most of them were economically based on sanctions through political means, international political means, but if they induced a state of emergency coronavirus, they just extended the state of emergency Dang it! They're probably gonna put a little clip thingy that says, "Oh, look! The, don't misinformation go here." Whatever. They just extended the state of emergency that they enacted. They they extended it, so we're still in a state of emergency for uh, our lockdown. Um, so if they induce and they gave. This works in lockstep. They extended the they extended the state of emergency, and I don't know if you guys remember this. Biden gave unilateral decision for um, political uh, cooperation under um, the uh, UN, and uh, they gave, he gave power to extend um, epidemic. Laws and uh, regulation to the NIH under this executive extension of uh, of uh, uh, our lockdown and our fucking epidemic we went through for two years when it was supposed to be two weeks. But that's 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 another argument. That's another thing. Look this up. It's uh, it's pretty fucking egregious, and uh, it's just one more way they take away your freedom. One more way, people. Just. This is the human condition, and this is the liberation through limitation, or limitless limitation is what liberation causes for the expression of ideas. It's a little shaky there, but this is the human condition. Hope you enjoyed it. none of us got the Feed into it. we part of the propaganda.